0: Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Unplugged podcast. So excited for today. We have a special guest, Linda Vazine. And uh, before we get into it, I want to do a little, little intro, give you all her bio. So Linda Vazine has a studio in La Jolla, California, or has had a studio in La Jolla, California for the past 19 years. But she's been working with alternative healing modalities for the past 35 years. She has an MA in exercise physiology, She's been practicing deep tissue fascial release massage since 1985, and later she began to integrate yoga therapy, Pilates, life coaching, and other healing modalities. And for the past six years, her focus of her work has been on transformational breath with people at her studio in La Jolla. Hey, Linda, how's it going?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Sebastian.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you and we're going to kind of jump into your, you know, kind of your background and everything momentarily. I just want to do, before we do get into it, I want to kind of give a shout out, a little Nature Unplugged update is that uh, we, Sonia and I with Nature Unplugged are going to be teaming up with Linda and Breath Body Connection and uh, the Juiciest Fruit for an awesome holiday workshop. It's gonna it's called Healthy Holidays for the Entire Family. It's gonna be on Saturday, December 7th from 9:30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Linda's wonderful studio in La Jolla. And as I mentioned, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be doing a nature unplug session about all about wellness and technology around the holidays. Uh, the Juiciest Fruit is gonna be doing a segment on providing or creating healthy food and snacks for the whole family. And then Linda is gonna be doing a wonderful. Um, breath-body connection session, and breathing techniques to reduce stress and respond rather than react during the holidays. I'm excited for it. Me too. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So let's let's jump in here. I just want to get uh, awesome background. I know you've been doing this work, working with a variety of healing modalities for a long time, but how did you get into this or become interested in this work?
1: Um, I've always uh felt uh, a little sadness and not feeling whole as I was growing up. Um at the same time I've, my actually my bachelor's was in computer science. I was on this, you know, path of having a secure job and uh, was a programmer for about a year and it just did not fit with me i i was miserable i wanted to feel more joy in my life and i was having a hard time doing that i was very always curious about the body and anatomy and how our mind and body worked so after a year of being a computer programmer i decided to go back to school uh, and study exercise physiology. Didn't know exactly what I was going to do with it, but um, that's how I got involved. And wow, then, slowly, that,
0: yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: And then slowly, I moved from that, really recognizing how uh, I was very into working with athletes. Did fascia release? Work with Olympic athletes for years. And soon started realizing how our emotions affect our physical pain. So I got into uh, life coaching. I studied with Debbie Ford for three years and slowly got into transformational breath, which has been huge in really pulling everything together the mind, body, the subconscious mind, and moving past our blocks uh, from us you know, physical, cellular level.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, that's wild. I had, I, I, yeah, I didn't know. um, That's so interesting. You were also on the track of going more like uh, computer science. That's very interesting. And was it um, back then in school, was it like, did one event happen that kind of made you realize, Oh, I want to, I want to go on a different path or was it this more like general feeling of this particular path isn't right for me and I want to pursue more, you know, wellness and, and that kind of stuff.
1: Well, I've always, when I was little, I always wanted to be a physical education teacher, but growing up in a culture and my parents, uh, they sort of drilled in my head to go the path of uh, having a secure job. And the options were either become a doctor like my dad or, uh, you know, an attorney or computer programmer, engineer, something like that, that was secure. And you knew that you were always going to have a good life. Um, But it just, I wasn't happy. After the first year, we had a Christmas break and I had to go back to work. And after two weeks of break, my body just started, you know, contracting and falling apart because I was so unhappy. I didn't want to go back. So I knew I had to make a change and it was tough, you know, after going to school for four years and, you know, getting paid well, and you have that status and I didn't know what I was going to do. But um, so I went back to school and I started following my dream and I wanted to be a PE teacher, but it sort of turned out to be, I was more in the healing world.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's wild. And where did you, uh, where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Iran. Um, I came okay. to the United States when I was 11. Okay. Uh, I went to a boarding school. So uh, the the Middle Eastern culture is very much, you know, there's about six or seven respectable paths to take.
0: Yeah. 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 So, So, okay. Got it. So pretty, from your parents' perspective or culturally, it was pretty limited. And so... Yes. Wow. So, you, yeah. So you, but you knew it wasn't right for you and, and, uh, made a change. And, and here we are now, uh, some years later and lots of experience later. And you're doing this wonderful work. Um, I'm curious what you've done. You have so much experience in these, all these different wonderful mod- modalities. What drew you to breath work? And where, and when did you start doing breath work?
1: I had first gotten introduced to breathwork when I started yoga therapy, which was about 25, 26 years ago. Uh, That was more yogic breathwork, pranayama, very different. It's very relaxing. It uh, mostly activated your higher chakras, like your, you know, throat and crown chakra. Uh, Very calming, Um, I, about six years ago, I was going through a very hard time and none of the modalities I had learned were working for me. I was too exhausted to do yoga. I I was on survival mode. I'd gone through a divorce. My daughter wasn't doing well. I was working really hard. And the last thing I wanted to do was push myself physically. So uh, I got introduced to transformational breath. I went to a weekend workshop and it literally changed my life. It felt like it it puts you into um, an alternative state where you're really get clarity on a lot of things. Um, It moves energy from a cellular level when you breathe that deep like i started having experiences of when i was younger and my grandmother which is like my was like my mom because uh, she lived with us and i was super close with her when she passed away i was so young that i didn't get to grief you know really all the way and during some of these sessions i could feel so much grief and it felt like the grieving that I wasn't able to do at that point, I was integrating that and that was moving through me. So it, it made me a lot lighter and feeling better. It felt like a lot of clearing and blockage was being removed from my subconscious mind.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. And um, I think, you know, I just want to kind of take a step back here because, because from a, from our, you know, our perspective at Nature Unplugged, you know, we're all about healthy boundaries with technology, intentional use of technology, and also connecting with nature and, and other modalities to be, to be well in this kind of hectic digital age where we have, you know, so many distractions and all. And I think the breath is such an important piece of that. It, you know, also, and there's so many different types and I, it's been really helpful for me, just a, a variety of of types of, breath work and and sort of mindful breathing and stuff could you I want to get into transformational breathing uh here in a a minute but could you kind of just give an overview of like some of the the main different types of breathing modalities and and maybe the difference between like like mindful breathing and what you're talking about with breath work
1: Uh, yes there's so many different uh kinds of breath work and they're all great even the pranayama is really amazing they have different effects uh with yogic breathing there is i mean you could do so many where you hold your breath where you um your exhalations are longer and they all have different effects very calming yogic breath is very calming right it allows uh the oxygen to get absorbed into your blood cells a lot easier uh it relaxes the nervous system, brings down the, your heart rate, many, many benefits. Transformational breath is more activating. It's actually um, your inhalation is long, your exhalation is quick, and you connect your breath. So there's no holding. Uh, it could bring up stuff. Um, however, bringing up allows it to clear and move through your body. Um, I'm not saying yogic breathing doesn't allow that. It does. It's just with transformational breath is more rapid and it's a different kind of experience. It's a lot. I've talked to many people, like I've interviewed them, that people that have been doing uh, yoga and pranayama, pranayama for many years and they say that the experience they've had with transformational breath was really um like getting connected to parts of themselves that they had never even explored yeah it's something that you need to experience and i know you experienced it how was that for you
0: well I was going I was just going to share about that because I was I, I had my background in teaching yoga for a long time I was pretty familiar with you know different yogic breathing pranayama and it's exactly as you described you know much more kind of calming and not not in a bad way but I, or not I was going to say passive but not in a bad way it's you know just like kind of more on the I'm observing my breath and this was um it was to, it was it's hard to explain it's really like tricky it was like a it was like a yeah, like you said, entering kind of levels or or aspects of myself that I don't know if I ever have or haven't since I, you know, stuff from when I was a little kid. It was, I mean, I haven't done a ton of, of uh, you know, like experimentation with like like ayahuasca and that kind of stuff, but it was like on the same, my experience just doing breathing was similar in the sense of, you know, how people describe that. It was like, uh, you know, kind of a um, an alter, alternate, alternate, I don't know how to say, but like a, yeah, a different experience. It was pretty incredible. And I, I, and afterward, it was pretty intense. And afterward I felt amazing and, um, felt like I had worked through a lot of stuff and, and just for, for a number of days afterward, actually probably weeks, I was, um, was feeling really great energy wise. And, and like, I'd kind of cleared, cleared some cobwebs up.
1: Yes. Um, One of the ways that transformational does that is through, uh, in physics, it's called entrainment. And what happens is that we stop, our breath is a protection, self protection mechanism. So as we're going through life, we have experiences. And one of the ways we can monitor how much of that experience we want to feel is through our breath. For example, if somebody is, you know, abusing you emotionally, physically, obviously you don't want to feel the whole thing because it might be too much. So a lot of people stop breathing. And that is equals holding your issues in your tissues that shows up somewhere in your body on a cellular level. And it shows up in your breath pattern. Again, like somebody may possibly someone that has been You know, hurt a lot emotionally. Have has had a lot of heartaches. You see, they don't breathe in their heart. But as soon as you start bringing that high vibration of the breath into their heart, and as facilitators, we sit there and we just like see where the breath's going and where it's not going, and we bring you know attention to the areas that's not going. Uh, For example, the heart. If the heart's you know been hurt a lot, it tends to shut down as soon as we bring the high vibration of the breath in that area you could start seeing emotions come up people might start getting you know emotional remembering things feeling sad and whatever needs to happen we welcome whatever needs to happen whether it's crying we use toning movement and sound to get that energy going but the high vibration of the breath literally starts lifting that lower vibration that's stuck in the heart, and things starts moving. Uh, People might get emotional, but then you start seeing breath going in that area. So you're actually moving energy from stuck areas in your body on a cellular level. That's why it's so powerful. Yeah, it's no it, longer yeah. your mind getting engaged saying, Oh, you know, I need to open my heart. I mean, I've said that to myself so many times I need to open my heart, I need to do that, and I want to, but my body's doing something different. My mind wants to do something, but my body is not in line. And I think right. that's what transformational breath does it really aligns your body and mind,
0: right? That's amazing, and and um, and again, I think it's it's definitely, if this is sounding interesting to you or, or intriguing, definitely worth worth checking it out. And, and Linda is an expert for sure. I'm curious to hear, you know, I want to chat a little bit um, more about some different types of breathing as well, but but could you share um, at your studio, um, like, what are the different things that you offer? So your transformational breathing is kind of one of your main things. You also do other modalities. Is that right?
1: Yes. Um. It just makes me feel so good because we have so many great uh, modalities to offer to people right now. Uh, we have song circles and yoga nada, which is yoga of the voice and uh, where we do toning and that in itself is great for the breath to open up the breath. A lot of times, you know, when we've had stuck energy around the throat or you know times where we needed to speak and we couldn't we have a lot of tight muscles around the neck and with this toning and singing you open up your throat area which opens up your breath um we have sound healing which is also you know it used to be called woo woo for some reason even though it's been used for in ancient times as a way to heal but um Sound heals also on a cellular level. The different frequencies literally change uh, the patterns, the cellular patterns in your body. So if the frequency that you're listening to is super high, your cells turn uh, turn into these um, patterns they shape these different patterns that you can find in nature and Mm -hmm. the higher the frequency the more complex the patterns become this i are youtube videos maybe i'll send you the link to a youtube video that you can watch and see how sound affects us on a cellular level also when you start dealing with gongs and bowls and sounds that you can't track there's no lyric there's no regular beat your mind automatically lets go because Mm. you can't like with singing a song you could your mind's still involved and you can you know hum along or sing along or follow the beat but with um Gongs and bulls, you have no idea where it's going next. And those vibrations not only change you on your physical level, but the mind actually relaxes. I've been using sound healing with breath work for the past year, and everybody is just blown away how uh, effective it is. So we're offering sound healing, yoga nada. We're doing movement, uh you know just movement of the body regular yoga classes lots of breath work lots of good stuff
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds like a uh, like a whole assortment of of wonderful um offerings you know and and, and it's just it's just so cool i think you know i touched upon this earlier but particularly now and in, in, the, in the work that we do at nature and flight it's like you know um we are so in general, overconnected, particularly young people, but I think lots of people and so many distractions and so, so many like, uh, dings and texts and notifications and all these things. And, and so I think what you're offering, whether it's you know, breath work or movement or sound healing is such a wonderful antidote to a lot of the stresses of kind of the modern day digital world that we're in. So I think it's really wonderful. And I'm it's really cool to hear hear more about it.
1: Yes, and you know, partnering up with people like you, I love to work, you know, you bring your specialty and we'll do a little bit of breath and healing is not just one way. There's so many things that you could do to take care right. of yourself.
0: Right? Absolutely. I want to ask you about you mentioned kind of this interesting connection with some of the sound stuff with nature and I want to kind of shift a little bit to to uh talk a little bit about nature if, if you're up for it and, and just curious to hear you know um how nature plays a role in your life or is it is it kind of present as a as a part of your like self-care and wellness?
1: And it plays a huge part in my life uh, one of the reasons I live in San Diego is because I could walk on the beach every day there isn't one time that I haven't like I could be feeling really stressed out really bad and I go for a walk on the beach and I feel at least 60 70 percent better uh there yeah. is it uh it's a lot like breathwork and yoga where it releases stress but at the same time it brings you back to balance because like you just said we are this the world that we live in can be very fast paced you're constantly outside outside of yourself not connected to yourself trying to take care of things paying your bills working connecting to others your emails texts everything we're outside and it gives you the opportunity to calm down your nervous system um breathe be with yourself just go back to balance and go back to neutral which we all need because if we're in that fight or flight mode for too long and we're just like keep going keep going keep going and we don't find that balance that's when you start getting in trouble that's when uh you know, this ease and things become chronic. And it's the same with the physical thing. You know, when I work with people on a physical level, they have a pain, they don't take care of it. And it goes on and on and on until it gets chronic. And at that point, if you don't take it, sometimes takes a lot longer to go back to neutral. Does that make sense?
0: Totally. Yeah, totally. And yeah. I, think, I think that's why there's so much uh, I think this the work you do and the work we do with you know getting folks out into nature and, and you know off the devices a little more it's it's really complementary, and I think that they they do similar things and it's it's i think helpful in, for everyone uh to have multiple you know tools in the toolbox so to speak, and you know it's you know if it's exclusively like you need to get out into nature well, it's not always gonna be an opportunity to. To do that, and so you always have. But breath is wonderful because you always have access to your breath as long as you're alive. And um, yeah, it totally makes sense. And I think the movement stuff makes makes a lot of sense as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love it. And so if if people want to get to, to work with you, um, well, if you a couple of questions. I want to I want to get your take on on you know any tips you may have for kind of beginning this this process of either you know, breath work or movement or any rec- recommendations you may have?
1: Um, my whole philosophy is to, even on my website, I have stretches that you can incorporate throughout the day. Uh, my whole thing is right now we're all really, really busy and to live consciously and bring these modalities into your daily life throughout the day. If you don't have if you can do it 5 minutes in the morning, spend a few minutes here and there throughout the day, that's way better than not doing it at all. Um yeah. I have you know, uh, a program where, you know, you could do stretches in the kitchen while you're waiting for your coffee to be made in the morning, you know, five or 10 minutes, uh, stretches you can do behind the desk. And the same thing goes with breath work. I mean, if, if you, every, you know, 30 minutes or whenever you remember, really take a deep breath in mindfully into your diaphragm, maybe two or three, it's going to set you up for the next 20-30 minutes to function better, to feel better, not only on a mental level, but also on a physical level. Taking, Taking deep diaphragmatic breaths is so good for you on a physical level. It allows you to sleep better. It's good for your digestion, for your immune system. It's yeah. good for, um, you know, your whole body functions better. So you don't get sick as much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Could you, could you
1: going on? Could
0: you, yeah, yeah. I'm totally talking. I just want to get really quick. Could you just give a quick explanation, a minute explanation of, of what diaphragmatic breathing is for those who may not have heard of it before?
1: Yes. Um, diaphragmatic breathing, the diaphragm is right underneath the rib cage. So when you breathe into your diaphragm, the rib cage actually the diaphragm expands and it pushes your belly out. Mm. So a great way to think it's one way you could really know that if you're getting into your diaphragm, maybe take a little uh scarf or something and tie it under your rib cage, not too tight, just a little bit. And open your mouth and take a deep breath into your belly, watch and feel that um, scarf, like press into the scarf, feel your diaphragm pushing out and feel your belly come out. Now, if you are a chest breather, a lot of chest breathers have a hard time getting into their belly. You want to make sure that your belly expands first. So the breath goes into your belly first and then your heart if you breathe into your heart first then it's really hard to get the breath down into the belly mm. i do have all of this on my website if you're interested there's a free gift that you can download it includes uh, what i'm explaining a sheet on how to make sure you're getting into your diaphragm also yeah explanation of different kinds of breath work that you can practice and also a couple of meditations yeah Uh,
0: what could you share your what your website is
1: yes it's uh breathbodyconnection.com and it's halfway down the first page it says free gift change your breath change your life which i totally believe is true the minute you change the way you breathe things change for you uh but getting into your diaphragm there's a nerve that goes through the diaphragm it's called the vagus nerve and it's the largest nerve in the whole body uh once you know you activate that nerve by you know the diaphragm contracting and expanding that lowers your heart rate it gives messages to your brain that everything's okay it's connected to almost every organ in your body so you're like you know letting the rest of your body know that it's doing its job and it's healing. I mean, it's got so many benefits. It calms down the nervous system and that's what we need to actually heal. Your body can't heal if you're in a constant state of stress. So when you calm yourself down, then the body can say, okay, what what do I need to do now to heal?
0: Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I can even, it's, that was so helpful. And I think even just listening to you, I'm like, Oh, wow. I'm aware of my belly. I'm aware of, and all these things. It's just, even just uh, it's such a great reminder to, to, to breathe more deeply. I think again, where uh, myself and I think lots of folks kind of get locked into so much going on that it, it, it definitely shows up on the breath. And so it's super helpful. And I will include in the show notes, I'll include links to your website, and uh yeah any other like any other um relevant videos and you have i want to say too you have some really great stuff you have an awesome newsletter i i I follow your stuff and and find it very useful and, and informative so you're doing great work thank you yeah i dig it i dig it well awesome linda well thanks so much for for taking the time to be on the program um Anything else before we wrap up um, in terms of like working with you? I think they, they got information for the website, uh, but anything else you want to say before we wrap it up?
1: Yeah. I want to say, um, I I know I've, most of my life I've been so hard on myself right now. Recently I tried to breathe in compassion and acceptance when I breathe in just so that, you know, just be compassionate toward yourself. Take deep breaths and bringing so much compassion and love for yourself. That's what I wanted to say. Especially I love it. In the holiday season. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. I think this is a time when when it's a wonderful time. We have you know, a lot of people have time off work with family, and it's a p- potential for old patterns to come up, conflict, tension, all sorts of stuff. So this is, I think, really timely. Uh, this this episode and our, and this workshop coming up where we're going to be talking about all these different things. You know, again,
1: I uh, know I can't wait to work with you, Sebastian. That would be nice.
0: Yeah, we're excited and awesome. Well, well, again, we're gonna we're gonna connect um, Linda's information in the show notes and everything like that. And you, hear, you heard it here about her website, A really wonderful resource. And I think as we we spoke about, super aligned with the work we do here at Nature Unplugged. So, Linda. Thank you so much for your time and look forward to uh, seeing you in a few weeks for our workshop.
1: Yes. Thank you for having me, Sebastian. I look forward to seeing you soon.
0: Awesome. Well, that's it for this episode of the nature unplugged podcast. We would love it. If you could take a moment to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, you can find our podcast on basically wherever podcasts are available. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, all those. Uh, and if you're interested in more information on what we do at Nature Unplugged, be sure and check out our website, tons of information and resources at www.natureunplugged.com. All right, well, have a wonderful day. We will catch you next time. If you think you should go, I will let you go. Hey, hey.